can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is. It's Heather with Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. So this episode, I want to talk about salespeople for building, remodeling, construction in general. How many of you, just out of curiosity, and I'm, I'm just curious what your sales process is, right? How many of you have ever had a salesperson go out without a survey, not measure the job. And this is for a pool build. Let me back up. So this is for a pool build, right? Doesn't print the survey, but has a survey from the homeowner. He uploads the survey into Pool Studio, scales it based on the survey, goes out to the job, doesn't take one lick of measurements, no LIDAR, no digital measurements, no hand measurements, none of the above. (laughs) So this particular person then proceeds to argue with you that you are doing it incorrectly and you don't know what the hell you're doing because you're asking them to take measurements on a freaking pool build. Like, who doesn't take fucking measurements, okay? Like, people, you you cannot build a pool and trust the survey. Oh, my God. I don't know how many times we've had to redo the survey based on the survey being off. Like, one of them here. I mean, here in Florida, I was just at last week. Their survey was off by four foot. And no, I am not joking. Four damn feet. How did the surveyor fuck up so much they are four feet off? Four feet. And this individual wants to argue with me. I never have to measure. I just, if I sell a contract, then at that point I'll go and measure at contract signing. I'm like, hell like you aren't. Um, no. First off, that point, then we, then we have a whole nother problem, right? So we've got the survey off, so you've scaled it inside a pool studio, so it's off. So then you've got to redesign the whole pool, and then you shift it or move it. Or you're now in setback, so we have to make the pool smaller or whatever the case may be. So now we have to redo the pricing. Then we have to resubmit everything to engineering. We have to resubmit everything to permits, right? That's if you don't catch this before permits in engineering, right? But if you do... Then you have to resubmit all this back to the homeowner and to their HOA. And then it's, it's it's a hot mess, right? So employees, contractors, don't trust the survey. I cannot tell you how important it is 
not stress serving. I'd rather, <clears throat> I would rather eat a three to $400 serving cost than eat a pool that's built in the wrong spot, all because we trusted a survey. I had a client that I was coaching and they told me that this was one of their salespeople. Well, little did I know, they weren't lying. They told me that this individual went and measured the pool after it was already sent to engineering because nobody caught it. Like even, and when the survey goes out there to mark the pool itself, to do the initial bill, to, you know, get the forms ready for the dig and the excavator and all that, they did the triangle measurements off the back fence versus the house and the back fence, which I've never had that. I've always done my triangle measurements from the house as well as the fences, right? But anyways, you know, that's something that I changed their process on. I'm like, okay, this has got to be changed, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she ended up having to take the pool, remove what they've already done, which they hadn't shot it yet, but they've done plumbing and they've done steel and they dug it. So they had to take all of that out and redo it. And the homeowner was pissed because that is not only time that they lost, that's a lot of money, right? And they can't go back and charge the homeowner. So the homeowner wasn't mad about the financial side, but they were mad about the time that they lost because they're expecting their pool to be done at a certain time, right? And now that just put them back by another two to three weeks or longer because now you got to get it re-engineered, you got to get resurveyed, then you got to resubmit to HOA, resubmit to permits, you know, all this fun, happy jazz on the back end that homeowners aren't always fully aware of. So just to prevent issues going forward, make sure when you're training, you have SOPs. If you don't know what an SOP is, standard operating procedure, Google it. Once you get your standard operating procedure down and you understand it, a standard operating procedure is basically where you outline every aspect of that job title position. So if they are sales, like I'm working on an SOP now for this company and you take everything that you do in the field or on the computer or whatever, whatever thing you're working on. And you write it step by step by step. And you do a flow chart, right, for it. And when you're doing this, you should be able to pass this SOP to a new hire and they should know how to do their job for the most part, right? I'm not talking about as detailed as you sit down with the homeowner, you take out your pen, you get your survey out from your briefcase, you put it on the clipboard. At that point, you take your tape measure and you start measuring from house left to back left. Then you start measuring from house left to house right. I'm not talking about like that intuitive detailness. Just the majority of things. Call the homeowner within several hours. Get the survey from the homeowner. Scale the survey inside a pool studio. Do the first rendering, right? That's what I'm talking about. Not like so minute step-by-step detailed. That is not an SOP. You'll be on forever. Nobody's got time to read all this shit, right? So do it detailed, but not so detailed. And by doing that and you have your processes in place, then at that point, there should be no questions. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to do it that way, or I didn't know this was a problem, or 
how did I know that you did it this way? You know what I mean? Because you get some people in here that's been doing certain ways for a long times, and then you've got some that'll go back and remeasure, not remeasure, but go back and measure after the contract, right? Or they'll measure right before the contract sign, and then that's an extra trip. And let's say it's off, then we got to get another survey. So it's extra time. Well, while you're redesigning the pools, getting that design, you know, done, tell the homeowner, redo the survey, get the new survey, get it updated, so on and so forth, right? So there's different processes that you can do to get the pool building process moved on. So let's talk about renovations. What do we really measure on renovations, right? Are we talking about outdoor kitchens? Are we talking about adding a gazebo? Are we talking about a standalone pergola? Are we talking about concrete? You know, so on and so forth. So those, you don't really need a survey, but you can still get inaccurate measuring on those, right? Zip levels. Like let's say you're doing elevations because you're adding a retaining wall. Florida, I noticed, doesn't really know what a zip level is. Like when I told him I had my zip level, everybody was like, what the hell is a zip level? I'm like, how do you not know what a zip level is? How do you do elevations? They're like, we really don't have elevations here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that makes, I mean, that that makes sense. But there are still some elevations that you have to do where that back of the pool could be up or the front of the pool or whatever, you know, the case may be. So, you know, old school, take a rebar with a tape measure and start, you know, your zero point at the back point of the house and start, not back point, but the back patio, right? And do your zero point. I ain't got time for that shit. I'll pop my zip level down. So you want to make sure your tools are calibrated so that way you're not giving inaccurate information because I had where my zip level was not calibrated one time and I was off by about four to six inches and that was a hot mess. And I was like, ah, I didn't realize I had to calibrate my zip levels, right? So make sure you calibrate your stuff. Make sure you're measuring, make sure you're doing your SOPs so you have things you can give to your employees as they start your training processes, your training procedures, right? That way there's no mistakes. They understand what you want and you understand that they understand. Because if they don't understand it, then you've got to be able to train it. And when you need to talk about redoing your training process as well, because training for a new hire is fun. I love it. Like right now I am training some of my brand spanking new in the pool industry came from solar sales. So he's a really good, you know, salesperson. He's got the salesperson down. He has the construction side, not so down. And so I'm starting, which is good for me because I'm having to learn as he is for the Florida codes, for the Florida market, for the different areas, the soil is different, you know, so I'm having to relearn all of that and it's great, right? So I don't have to mess with it by myself. Like I have somebody that I'm doing it together. So I'm probably gonna have the same question. Well, I'll probably have a little bit different questions than he will because I've got a lot more experience and he's got none, but it's the same concept. So it's always nice, but this way I'm building out our SOPs as I'm doing this. So I can make sure that we don't have another issue going forward. And if we hire somebody from the ground up, my SOP can cover the ground up for that. Right? So anyways, that's my tidbit for this week. Until next week, I'll holler at you later. Bye, guys. I 
just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 